Hi there, welcome to the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am your host, the Fearless Lady, Charlene Light. When I turned 40, I decided to create a really fun challenge for myself by stepping into my fears 40 different ways. I tackled fears around aging, going after my dreams, and even finding true love. This podcast is about that journey and how it transformed my life and how you can start looking at your fear as an invitation to step into your worth, invite more freedom, joy, and fun back into your life. Life can be an adventure. Live the life of your dreams. Hello everyone, welcome back to another edition of the Fearless Lady Podcast. I am so excited, so happy that you're here. I am really excited to talk about this fearless act. I feel like this is where everything kind of went up, you know, 25,000 notches in terms of, you know, um, me putting myself out there. So I think I'm going to jump right into this one because there's a lot of um, nuance and things I want to talk about. Um, Of course, I'm talking about getting naked getting naked for art class. I had written this one down and it's interesting because, you know, I just thought, oh, I'll just pose nude, you know, like for years, I think, or I don't know, on television shows, there was always an episode of like the female teenager or the female young, young adult going to like a art school and posing nude and, you know, that kind of a thing. So I had an awareness about it. I didn't know anybody who did it. I didn't know any of the details how to like get started, but I just knew it existed, right? So I remember really Googling a bunch of different studios in New York. I can't remember all of them, but like I just really went the you know traditional route, which is like find a school and really try to reach out and see if they're looking for nude models, right? So I did that and I emailed about, I don't know, six or seven different places and I just kept getting rejection, <laughs> which is so funny. I want to take off my clothes. Why would you let me, you know? Um, I just kept getting this response, which is like, we have plenty of women or we have you know enough nude models or we're not looking for anyone at the moment. And of course I had a very specific time period. I wanted to do it, you know, with, in give or take a few weeks, right? Because I didn't want too much time to pass. You know, I wanted to get it done. So anyway, so then I decided to go the route of Meetup. (laughs) If you don't know Meetup, Meetup is a great tool to literally just find different groups, right? Meetup groups for, you know, hiking, for camping, for, you know, I don't know, manifestation groups or whatever. And and so I looked up on a Meetup group and there was um, this Meetup group about, you know, come join us and we were artists and we sketch the nude, um, we sketch nude people or we sketch the female body or we sketch, you know, I don't know, maybe the human body it was, I'm not sure. So I found a couple of those and I emailed um, one of them and then finally I got a response and they wanted pictures. So I showed pictures and like, okay, well we'll have this um, workshop. It's a five hour anatomy and sketch drawing workshop. And would you be available to do that? And I was like, five hours, that's so long. And so the response was, well, no, you're not gonna have to pose for five hours. The first like two, what's gonna happen is he's gonna go through the female anatomy body and then he'll ask you, you know, to maybe take off a piece of clothing and so he can point it out to the group. So it's not like you're standing there for five hours. That's like the beginning of it. And then the second half is where you will be posing for 15 to 20 minutes um, in a certain position and then they sketch it and then you move on to the next one. And I thought, okay, I can handle that. No big deal, right? So (laughs) this is what happened. 
I had it in my calendar. Now again, you have to schedule these things. And also I had been rejected many other times. So this was a big deal to have something in the calendar. And by the way, I was going to get paid. I believe I got paid $80, $80 for five hours or something crazy like that. But I was like, that's fine. I mean, I wasn't doing it for the money, but just in case any of you that are listening want to make this a career move, <laughs> you can get paid doing it. Um, although I don't know how much, you know, maybe you become in demand and I don't know. Anyways, so I had it in my calendar and of course, this is what happened. I got my period. I mean, it was just so beautifully divine that I would be going to get naked while on my period. And I wasn't just on my period, like, you know, the last few days or the beginning, it was the second day. And for my female listeners, which I don't know, are there any men that are listening to this? Perhaps you are, but on the second day of your menstrual cycle, it's the worst day. You feel super bloated. That's when I would get super heavy cramps. If there was any time that I would not want to get naked, it would be the second day of my menstrual cycle. I did not want to do it, but I couldn't cancel because I had it in the books for like a couple weeks already, right? And they're expecting me. I can't just cancel because I have my period. So I'm sitting there um, trying to think, what can I do? So the day before, I had heard about this thing called the Diva Cup, right? If you don't know what the Diva Cup is, again, if I have any male listeners, I'm going to break it down for you. It's basically this, um, it's made from... Um, like latex or I don't know if it's latex, some sort of a uh, renewable plastic-ish kind of thing. And it literally looks like a cup, right? With like this little stem at the bottom. And what you do is you fold that cup up your <laughs> vagina and then it opens up a, like a little flower and it catches the blood. It catches your period, right? And then you literally pull on that little stem, you empty it out in, you know, a sink or something, wash it out and you put it back up. So the idea is that, you know, you can leave it in for like 13 hours um, at a time and um, it's totally clean and it's just, you're emptying it, you're washing it. So you're saving, it's helping the environment. And at the time my roommate had been doing it for years. And so she was like praising it. Cause of course I was like, what do I do? I have this thing. I think I'm getting my period. She's like, Oh my God, do the diva cup. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know and I'm like? Okay. Let me, let me try this. Right. So the day before I go to like Rite Aid, not even Rite Aid. It was Dwayne Reed. Cause hello New Yorkers. I'm already forgetting Rite Aid. I mean, I'm already forgetting Dwayne Reed. I'm calling it Rite Aid. Okay. So I went to Dwayne Reed. I got my diva cup and I remember going, okay, I can do this, like I can do this. And I was thinking to myself, this is actually a fearless act in and of itself, right? How to actually successfully insert and exit <laughs> this diva cup. So I go on YouTube because YouTube has a ton of tutorials, right? I go on YouTube and I find this like, she looks like she's a 12 year old English girl with bracelets. I mean, she's not 12, but she looks 12 and she's teaching me how to insert a diva cup. <laughs> so I'm sitting there on the toilet, in the bathroom. And I'm like, I can do this. And she's, you know, telling me a little, you know, English accent and, you know, I'm not going to give you my English accent, but you know what I'm saying? And I'm like laughing to myself, like, this is my life. This is what I'm getting ready to do. I'm going to insert this diva cup. And why? Because I'm going to get naked tomorrow in front of strangers. Yeah, that's normal, you know? So I, I try it out. I was able to successfully put it in. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try this out. I'm gonna, you know, go about my day and go teach some yoga classes and see how this feels, right? So I'm walking around and, you know, 
I kind of feel it, kind of don't, you know, so I'm wondering, like, I wonder if it's really in there correctly, you know, all these kinds of things are in my mind, right? So I go to teach a class and then afterwards I go to the bathroom and I notice on my underwear, I'm sorry, I'm going to be really graphic, but there's some blood there and I'm thinking, well, that's not the purpose of the Diva Cup. The purpose of the Diva Cup is to have no blood anywhere. It's just going to catch everything, right? So I thought, hmm, maybe I'm not putting it in right. So I literally try to get this thing out. I could not get it out. I mean, it was, I'm sweating, <laughs> like sweating buckets. I'm like, oh my God, the damn thing is stuck in me. How am I going to get this out? I have to go to this. Oh, it was actually on the day of the, um, of the day that I was going to be naked because I remember this so distinctly because I'm like, oh my God, I can't afford to have this thing in there if something's going to come out, if it's not actually going to do its job and catch everything, right? So I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm, I'm also kind of laughing to myself again because it's just so absurd and ridiculous that what's going on. So because, you know, you have your period, it's, a, it's slippery. It's hard to get that sucker out, you know, and because I, this is my first time trying. So eventually I get it out. I do my thing, wash it off, and I'm like, you know what, to be safe, I think I'm just gonna go to the, you know, I think I'm just gonna go back to my normal, which is like, just get a tampon and cut the string, you know? Like, let's just stick something up there and let's have it stop for a few hours and see how that works. So that's what I do, I buy a tampon, I also buy scissors because again, I'm in the city and I'm in between. I literally just taught a class and I have to go. Um, this was a Saturday specifically, I remember, because I got my Saturday five o'clock class covered so that I can go to do this, um, you know, posing nude. So I get the scissors, I get the tampon, I'm all ready. And I remember walking into the building in Chelsea. Actually, it wasn't Chelsea, it was Flatiron. It was around like 18th Street. Now I'm thinking it's going to be like, um, I don't know, a theater or, you know, I'm imagining all these things like, you know, over the years watching television shows and seeing how they always walk into these beautiful, like, you know, art studios. <laughs> so I get in the elevator and I see people with like huge sketch pads and, you know, easels and things like that. And I'm like, oh my God, these people are going to see me naked in 10 minutes. I mean, it, just the absurdity in my head was just like, what is my life right now? You know, I've got to get to the bathroom. I've got to put this tampon in. I've got to cut the string, you know? So I'm like giggling again. Like I'm like a little kid or something like, you know, having this inside joke with myself. So I, the elevator doors open. I walk into the bathroom and I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. I'm just going to put the you know, tampon in. I'm going to cut the string. I'm like, all right, I feel confident. Nothing's coming out. We're good, right? So I remember texting my sister and I told her because she had known that I was going to do this. And I was like, oh my God, I have my period. And I just, you know, and she's like, are they going to sketch the string? You know, like she made some joke that I would just leave the tampon string hanging out. I'm like, no, of course not. I'm going to cut the string. Are you crazy? You know, it's just like this very absurd, crazy joke. So I was wearing, I never forget it. I was wearing no bra and, um, underwear, obviously. And I had like, you know, like a beach cover up, like, um, so the boobs were kind of just like hanging free. And you know, for those of you, well, if you don't know what my boobs look like, they're very big. And especially during my period, I mean, they are, they just grow what feels like lemon. I mean, not lemons, but melon, like they're really 
something big. I'm seeing all these people and I'm starting to get nervous because I'm seeing men and women and you know all different shapes and sizes and um, they're all waiting outside the door and so I knock on the door because I'm supposed to be greeted by the teacher, the instructor, and knock on the door and uh, the door opens and it's like the short guy, right? The short guy that kind of reminded me of Rick Moranis, you know, from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and he was in Parenthood, and oh, he was in Little Shop of Horrors, Rick Moranis. Like, he, he kind of reminded me of this of Rick Moranis, right? He was kind of short and kind of like a little dorky, whatever. And I said to him, oh, I'm here um, to do the, the new, you know, I'm supposed to be your new model. He's like, oh, you're the model, you're the model. Okay, great. So he's like walking me back towards... Um, like where I'm going to be standing and I'm literally, he shows me, it's a cube. I'm going to be standing on a goddamn cube, a cube, not even a stage, a cube. And the cube had holes. I mean, literally I could have fallen in this, in the holes of the cube if I didn't, you know, move my foot correctly or something. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is, it just keeps getting worse, like, or better. Right. <laughs> so anyways, he's showing me where I'm supposed to stand and he's telling me, okay. And then he's got like this, you know, um, dry erase board where he's like, okay, I'm going to be, you know, telling, talking about the body and da, da, da. And then when I ask you to stand up, you'll stand up on this cube and then you'll take your, you know, gown down and I'll be showing them, you know, different ways to sketch parts of your body. And I thought, great. Okay. Awesome. Oh, and I should just back up and say, I specifically went to get myself waxed. I got myself a bikini wax. I know and normally I would, I would have asked for maybe some like, like, like a more off, like more hair gone, you know, but this time I was like, no, 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 just do a, a straight bikini wax. Just get around the underwear line area and keep the hair there, you know? Cause I just was like, I cannot even imagine I had no hair. Like some people just like to be, you know, bald down there, but oh my God, to have everybody, oh, I, I can't, I'm, I'm already sweating <laughs> just thinking about it, right? So, okay. So I'm like, all right, I can do this, right? I don't have to stand the whole time. It'll give me time to relax, yada, yada. I'm cool. I'm good, right? So then all the students start to come in and I am just like, I start to feel my heart racing because I'm like, oh my God, like I realize in that moment, I've never in my life done something like this before. You know, like this is absolutely one of the scariest things I've ever done. Like humiliating, like, like just every aspect of it of, you know, I am somebody that I've had to work through a lot of body issues. I mean, I think like most women have, right? Or I don't know, I shouldn't say that. Maybe some women are really, really comfortable being naked and with their body. But for me, I've always been self-conscious because I've had such a curvy body or big breasts. And I've always been, you know, catcalled and always been called sexy. And so I've really been very modest about it in terms of not showing too much, not being too um, sexy, you know, in my clothing, you know, even though it's really hard because I have these goddamn big breasts. So what am I supposed to do with them? You know what I mean? No matter what, I'm going to look sexy with them, you know? So anyways, I, I just remember in that moment feeling really scared to, like, I didn't know what was going to happen, you know, on top of the fact that I have my period and on top of the fact I'm wearing a tampon with the <laughs> string cut off, like just, and my belly, I mean, I don't even want to go there, but I felt like I was super bloated just, and I was just praying to God that he would not give me cramps. Like I said, please just don't add any more to this situation. Can we just get through these five hours, people, 
five hours I had to, I had to do this. Okay. So people start walking in and I had this moment. I was like, okay, I'm going to do the thing that all those television shows told me to do, which is imagine everybody else is naked with you, right? Like imagine everybody in the room is naked. So that's what I did. So the teacher started to talk and I started to look at the teacher and I was like, hmm, what would he look like naked? And then I'm looking at the woman in the front row. Hmm, I'm seeing her naked and I am just, I mean, who knows what my facial expression was? I was probably really smiling because it was really comforting to see the room naked you know and then there was a couple of like weirdos in the back or not weirdos but guys that i was just like i would never want to be naked in front of <laughs> so i started to crack up thinking about them being naked you know it was just hilarious and i'm like this is actually working this tactic works i am imagining everybody else is naked in this room I'm starting to feel less scared, a little bit more empowered, and a little bit more like, all right, I can do this, right? So the teacher comes over and he says, okay, Charlene, will you please stand on, you know, where I'm gonna show you, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think he was showing me the shoulder blade, right? So I get up and I stand, and then the first moment, I take off the robe and I'm naked. And I just look straight ahead and everybody's expressions, thank God, was so relaxed. Like nobody, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe I thought everybody would gasp or something <laughs> like, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking they're going to be like, oh my God, look at those breasts. Look at that belly. And oh, she's must be on her period. You know, I'm thinking all of these things, right? Of course, that is not what's happening. In reality, everybody's looking at me professionally, like, they're just looking at my shoulder blade, you know, or they're just looking at whatever body part that the teacher was pointing at. So it was really funny. So anyways, then he's like, okay, you can sit back down. So I, you know, put my robe back on. I sat back down on my little cube and, uh, and then it continues. And then at one point I stand, I disrobe and I'm not even paying attention to like where he's pointing. Cause at this point I'm just in my own mind in my own head of like, just kind of you know, again, imagining everybody's naked, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm not hearing what he's saying. And then all of a sudden he says, and this is the pubis. And I was like, oh my God, he just pointed to my vagina. He just pointed to it. Like, what is going on? I mean, it was so shocking to me because I had no idea that that was gonna happen. I mean, at all, you know what I'm saying? I thought, okay, here's, here's a kneecap, here's a breast, but your pubis, I mean, I... Oh my God, I think I, I think I died for a moment. <laughs> I was just so embarrassed and so grateful I had hair there and so grateful that, you know, I had cut that string and I, just the whole thing, <laughs> all this was going in my mind, right? And then I put on the, the robe again, I sit back down. I'm like, okay, if that's the worst thing that can happen, I'm cool. It happened, it's done, I'm good, right? So then, we took a little break and I go to the bathroom. I just check myself, make sure nothing's coming out that needs, <laughs> that shouldn't be, you know? And then I go back in and he's like, okay, this is the, this is the portion of class where you're going to actually model. So you'll pose for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, you'll stop, you'll rest. And then you'll pose for another 15, 20 minutes, you'll stop. And then, so they're basically sketching me. This is the part where the students are going to sketch my body. So I get up and at this point I've had two and a half hours of, you know, being able to take off my robe and being naked. And I mean, I had the worst case scenario, which is like, he pointed at my vagina. You know what I mean? He told the whole class, look, this is her goddamn pubis. Like, and he didn't say it like that, but he used the word pubis. And I just thought, oh 
my God. So the worst happened already, right? So now I can just chill. Now it's going to be totally me being empowered. So I got up there, I took the robe off and I just posed, you know, 15 minutes. Then he switched me another 15 minutes. I mean, and this went by really quickly, actually. I felt it was interesting because in those moments where I was just supposed to kind of freeze or not move, I remember thinking, you know, they're not looking at my soul. They don't even know who I am. They're just looking at my body. Like, what's so bad about that? Like, why do I have all this shame? You know, we think, you know, we're carrying in our minds, not just our body, we're carrying our vulnerabilities, we're carrying our shame, we're carrying our pain, our wounds. And so when we think somebody, you know, when somebody sees our bodies, we think that's what they see. But actually what they were seeing was just a female figure. They were just looking at my physical body. They didn't see any of those insecurities, only I saw them. And so it was really fascinating to witness that, that shift in my perception on, they're actually not seeing the truth of who I am. They're not seeing who I really truly am. They're just seeing this beautiful shell this beautiful body that God gave me and why can't I love it? Why can't I love it right now in this moment? You know, and so I really did. I really just felt love for my beautiful breasts and for my, you know, my stomach that was bloated and thank God I have a period every month and thank God I have, you know, hair and I have, you know, just all of it, like a breath, like I was like, you know, well, also what I thought was really interesting is they really look for women who are more, more fuller figured so that it gives people an interesting, you know, sketch, like somebody who's just a stick figure, that's not going to be very interesting to draw. So I was just so grateful in that moment for the woman and the body that I have, you know? And so by the end of the five hours, I'll never forget it. After the final pose, I sat back down and I didn't even put my robe back on. I literally walked up to the teacher fully naked and was like, is that it? He's like, yeah, you're good. And so I walk over to her and then I think um, the students, some of them was like, would you like to see? And I was like, yeah, I really would like to see what you drew. So I turned and I looked and that's sort of when I had that realization of like, wow, they're not looking at anything that I think that they're looking at. They're looking at just my physical body, just the shape, just the female figure. And it was interesting to see what they saw, you know? And sometimes, you know, not everybody can draw exactly accurate to what they're seeing. So it was interesting. Some people drew me, I mean, looking incredibly thin, which I was like, that's really great. I remember one woman did it and I just thought, really lady, like that doesn't look like me at all. <laughs> You know, and then there was another one, another person who sketched me and I ended up taking that picture because I used that to, in my blog when I talked about this, this fearless act, because I thought it was really accurate. Um, and it was just a picture of my back, but you can see a little bit of my breast and you can see my butt and it was just a beautiful sketch. And so I took a picture of that. And, but again, I had at this point, I, I was still walking around naked. I just made a point not to look down so that I wouldn't remember that I was naked because I really just felt like I wasn't. I felt like I was fully clothed and everything was fine. I was totally comfortable, you know, walking around class, taking a look at everybody's work. And it was just really interesting. And people were thanking me and 
I introduced myself to some people and it was just really, really beautiful to have that experience of doing something that was so out of character, that was so just, I would have never imagined I would have been in that position, you know, at 40 um, or really at any age in my life. I just never would have thought, I never would have thought that would have done anything for me. And so having that experience, it just, again, made me realize how much we are projecting our own insecurities onto, you know, our physical body. And, and so again, like what you project, you're actually going to get back, you know? So when you have these insecurities about yourself, it's going to be projected back to you, you know, which is why I would get the cat calls and the this and that, because I felt ashamed. I felt kind of like I didn't want that attention. So it was very much in my shadow. It was very much the thing that I wouldn't accept in myself. So of course it was going to be called out to me so many times, you know? Um, so it was a really, really beautiful experience. I would recommend everybody, every woman to do it, especially later in life, because it really, um, shapes you in a way and makes you kind of realize how much shame you're holding about your body. And it makes you realize like, God, if I can't love myself now, like, what am I waiting for? You know, until I'm in my deathbed when the boobs are down by our feet, you know, it's like, why can't we appreciate what we have right now? Right now, not tomorrow, not when we're 10 minutes, you know, 10 pounds lighter, not when we're, you know, working out every single day, but right now in this moment. So it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. You know, I don't even think I need to read the post that I wrote. I think I pretty much gave you every little detail that I could about the experience. Um, and it was really actually fun for me to relive it in this way because it reminds me again to appreciate what I have and that, you know, I, I do remember after class walking out and I was just on a high, like I just felt so lit up from inside. Like I, I really broke through something, you know, I broke through this deep, deep fear of allowing people, really a fear of being seen, you know, being seen and being vulnerable. I mean, I, I did it when I was at my most vulnerable, which again, you know, second day of my period, I, I that humility and that just, just being able to get up there and do it anyway. And then to use that exercise of imagining everybody else in the room naked and how it really worked. And how the longer you're in something, the less fear you have, you know? And I think we often have these fears about doing something and we don't realize like if you just did that thing long enough, you'll act, it'll actually pass. You won't feel it anymore, you know? I mean, I've noticed this so much even with pain. We are so afraid to feel our pain and so we just avoid it and we do different things to like cope with it, right? Like I'm just going to eat a box of, you know, chocolate chip cookies or I'm going to watch this, you know, movie for the hundredth time because it makes me feel good because I don't want to deal with my loneliness or I don't want to deal with my pain. But if you just sat in it and dealt with it, like it's so incredibly freeing because our emotions are really just calling our attention. They want to be heard. And I've, that's what I've been doing during this quarantine is really paying attention to those moments that I want to check out 
and to stop doing that and to be present with what is in my pain, in my loneliness, in the unknown, whatever it is, like I'm really there as like a friend to my pain. Like, okay, what do you need from me? Tell me what's going on. Open up to me. I'm ready. I want to hear it. And it's been so profound. It's been so beautiful to, to hold space for what's been hurting for so long without putting a bandaid on it, without trying to escape it. And honestly, that's what, that's what our healing is meant to do, you know? And so in essence, this fearless act taught me that, that I can sit in uncomfortable emotions for a really long time and make it through the other side and heal and also have this really beautiful story to tell, you know, that I'll be telling for the rest of my life to, you know, my future children, hopefully, and um, maybe on stages, you know, where I'm able to express like what really deep humiliation is in terms of being so scared and vulnerable to do something I've never done before and then coming out of it feeling so lit up and so beautiful. I really felt so beautiful from the inside out. Um, uh, it just, again, like just talking about it again makes me feel like I need to walk around like that every day. Owning and loving my body as it is right now. So that's your homework assignment is to own and love your body, your beautiful body, that beautiful gift that God gave you. Love it right now. Love everything about it right now. And I think I'm going to end this podcast on that note and just say that I am sending you the most love that I possibly can. And I, I thank you so much for listening and, you know, please share this episode or this podcast with your friends or anybody that you would like to share it with, I would appreciate it. And you can always check me out on Instagram. That's the social media platform I love the most. And I'm doing so many good things, so many fun things. I'm sharing a lot more there. So I'd love for you to come on board and follow me there. And also let me know how you feel about this episode, about the podcast, about anything really. I'm here to listen. Take care, everyone. I'm going to leave you with um, one of my songs.
Wait. 